It's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. It's October the 16th, and the world is still hanging on by a thread. We're going to do our best to keep that going. Whatever Zoe do. <laughs> okay. Oh, Dr. Smith is one of my favorites, by the way. I was so addicted to Lost in Space, which, you know, was also a phrase used to describe me Yes, for much of my life. Uh, but I, I will tell you how addicted. Did it, Zip, did you watch Lost in Space? You know, I didn't, but it does not surprise me that Tinfoil Rivers would have watched something like <laughs> Reynolds that. Reynolds Rap Rivers. Oh, you're, you're not going to, you think I'm, look, I'm, I'm not a QAnon believer if no, that's no, what you're referring no, to. No, okay. it, it, but that was kind of a, uh, a nerdy sort of program. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever will we do? Oh, come here, Will, you young hairless boy. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. <laughs> hey, if there was, was a subtle Dr. Smith gay play for a young William, I never noticed. Just a little was. bit of a ped, but, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Pedophiles in space. <laughs> who's, who's going to tell? <laughs> the authorities are millions of miles away. Hand me that Doc Johnson transporter. <laughs> Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Don't let Morning. him touch you there. Stay away from that creepoid. Oh, man. Anyway, so you, you were a big fan. Well, I was such a big fan. And I'm, I, I was really into, I've always been, I guess, into fantasy, which starts with fan. Uh, when I tell you this, it's going to be pretty embarrassing. So get ready to ridicule me more than ever. Why not? Here's how much of a fan of Lost in Space. He has Penny's panties. He bought, he bought them at auction. Penny's panties. I'm telling you, he owns them. By the way, I bought the box set of the series. I still own it. Do you really? Yeah, and I haven't watched it. I just bought it to own it. It was like $50 to own the whole thing. I'm in. <laughs> so you, you, for anybody who doesn't know, Lost in Space was really a very primitive uh, space series. And I believe it, it occurred before Star Trek. And Star Trek was an answer to Lost in Space, if I've got my trivia correct. Uh, Lost in Space was aimed at little kids who... We're not popular in the playground. Let's put it yes, that way. Yes, like Billy Moomy. <laughs> and in the in the Lost in Space series, which was also very similar to the Partridge family, a family instead of getting on a bus and riding around and creating their own band, goes on a mission to space. Yep. They were the first family in space. Their spaceship was called the Jupiter Two. <laughs> And it looked exactly like a pie plate. I was much. just gonna say. <laughs> and probably was yeah. a pie plate. If you oh. took a pie plate to an electronics store in the 60s or 70s and said, I'm going to drill some holes in here. I need some blinking <laughs> lights and some switches. Winking Bobby, hand me those Christmas lights, the little one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right, here you go. Nine ninety five. So that's what kind of uh, story it was. But it was about a family. And and by the way, 
Isn't every great story about a family? Yes. June Lockhart was in that, wasn't she? She was. Yes, and and oh, hot, yeah. too. She was yeah. very hot at the time. I, there was a rumor that she was quite the, uh, she got around town, as I understand it. When you, are you talking about on the ship or at the various planets, or do you mean as an actress? <laughs> no, as mean, an actress. I mean, off the set, yeah. 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 Was it when all of the key fobs fell out of her beehive hairdo that you decided that she was <laughs> a bit too popular? <laughs> Leave it to, to you to go to the gutter gossip. Sorry. That's all right. Oh, no. I mean, God um, so, bless. So anyway, this silly little spaceship gets lost in space. And by the way, it's the same as Gilligan's Island, wouldn't you yes. say? Yes. It's exactly the same plot, basically. Gilligan's Island, they get marooned. They're on various planets. They keep trying to get the spaceship going. They have hydroponic gardens, yeah. which planted a seed that would later come in useful for my own mm -hmm. horticultural experiments. <laughs> <laughs> which so is now legal by the way so to speak <laughs> no but the whole the whole idea of providing for yourself i used to be into edible plants in the woods and i used to imagine that i would run away from home and get away from all civilization <laughs> and live in a hollow tree there was a book about that my side of the mountain did either of you read that no. I missed that one. How about I'm going, you, Ed? No, I'm going with the Keebler song. They're baked in magic ovens, yeah. and there's no factory. Well, the hollow right. tree, you see. I did do LSD in high school, but this is before high school. Explains a lot. So uh, anyway, I'm uh, I'm going all over all of these things. Um, mm -hmm. I do recommend My Side of the Mountain for any kid that is yeah. sort of a misfit. This kid basically moves into the woods and says, screw society, and he lives off the land in a hollow tree. And Bob, you're basically on your side of the mountain living. <laughs> I'm kind of yeah, doing that. Still, yeah. he is doing yeah. What's old is new again with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did I start that song by accident? You no, can't hear it, we, can you? No, we can't. All right, let me stop that. How did I do that? Hold on. Hang on, I got to stop it. Oh. Don't make me pull. I was this so show excited, I I clicked a button on my computer by accident, <laughs> yeah. and it started playing your song parody on iTunes, which is coming up. Oops. So, anyway, uh, the reason for bringing up Lost in Space is this: I was so into it that I would fantasize that I was on the ship every time I went to the bathroom. <laughs> With Penny in the tub. <laughs> I would lock the door. The The handles on the... I swear to God, I'm not making this up. And you know me. I'm not yes, making it up. No, it's real. I would close the doors, and then I would make, uh, you know... Captain, uh, we're <laughs> 10 light years from the planet. Shall I engage warp drive? And then I would do... Because I was the only person in the room. Yes. Uh, and I would use the handles and the faucets... <laughs> yes. ...as spaceship controls but that's what they're there for thank you <laughs> <laughs> they're chrome they're shiny it works now i haven't thought about this in years since you did your dr smith yes but that's how whacked out as a child i was but <laughs> but now i gotta ask you this question uh -huh. or was i no how fertile your comic genius speaking <laughs> From the early days of Lost There was nothing comic about it. It was pathetic and sad. Let's no, be honest. Imagination. But, hey, you well, know, I had an imagination, but did you yeah. guys fantasize about stuff that way? 
And uh, more about uh, Ginger and Marianne than than Penny and no, 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 Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't mean yeah. early rumblings I, I down that. there. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Oh, uh, about going to outer space? Did you think about like Swiss Family Robinson? That made me want it to live want to live in a tree. Not till the Partridge Family when I when I, I wanted to go on that bus. I wanted to just you know take off and do like Danny. You wanted Pedro. to be Susan Sadly. Day's lecherous brother. Is that what you're saying? Uh, cousin, hopefully cousin. Please, <laughs> please, please, please make me a cousin. <laughs> Susan yeah. Day was my girl. Wow, Susan Day, yeah, loved her. Anyway, I, I, I don't know. I, I thought it would be embarrassing that I had a childlike imagination, and and even in the woods, uh, I would pretend I was in a Monty Python movie. <laughs> the knights who say Nee a couple of coconuts. <laughs> you know, you can do the coconut thing. Yeah. And uh but I missed that. Yeah. That childlike innocence. Have you not kept in touch with your inner child, Bob? I don't know what that would mean. Did uh, Bob, this is your inner child calling you? Can you come back to the bathroom and turn off the taps? Uh, flooding yeah. into the basement. Oh, there were times that. I was almost caught, by the way, and my dad would be like, Who left the water running? Oh, yeah. Water department. That must have been Dr. Police. Smith. It wouldn't have been me. Just ignore him, Bob. Just ignore him. Anyway, <laughs> so you guys didn't do anything like that? Did you have fantasies? Oh, don't you? kids. I got to admit that I broadcast to myself mm, in a closet. That's a start. I did that. You, you did know, that. as a Red Sox play-by-play, because I wanted to be a play-by-play. So you closed the closet door. This is how old do you yeah. think you were? Uh, you know, nine, ten, yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. That's the right age. And my father bought me a, 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 a realistic or Lafayette radio electronics mic. Ooh, it was a cheap Lafayette. little thing. Yeah, and it had a little PA speaker. So the speaker was downstairs, and I was upstairs in the attic closet at 140 degrees. <laughs> so, oh, wow. <laughs> Not oh, giving yeah, a damn. So, and, and what would you say? Like, did you say... Did you speak out loud? Oh, yeah. You know, I did the whole thing. I remember I uh, even did a promotion. Fun tape. <laughs> Fun tape? <laughs> and my cousin, who came from California, bought some for me. Yeah, it was part of my, wow. my imaginary radio station. So you did it on tape? Well, uh, no, no, no. I just, you know, I had a, a roll of tape that I oh, put. Okay. This, this is right. my radio station giveaway. Oh, I see. No, I had I actually took it. I see. I that's some giveaway. That's about the budgets now. <laughs> yeah, it's more than budgets. Well, it might be bigger. It's and a you national had, contest you for a piece of oh. duct tape. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I did. I had a Craig reel-to-reel with a little, I think there were three-inch oh. reels. And it might have only played about three and a half inches per second. But, yeah, I had a ball with that. And did you oh, speak yeah. into it? Because I had oh, one of those, yeah, too. of course I did. I used to hold interactive conversations with myself. I would just time it out, and sometimes I'd even write it down. Were you doing impressions by then, or were you... I don't know if I was doing impressions so much as I, I might have been doing other people, but I didn't know if that they were impressions. I got it. Oh. Yeah. I got but a I, terrible... Con- oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, no. man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Confessions no, no, always gonna... take precedence. Go ahead, Seth. <laughs> My mother, who was from Topeka, Kansas, who was really stoic, a good Christian woman, never cursed. But I did have uh, later on, I was probably 10 or 11, and I, I did finally get a tape recorder, and I happened to catch her oh boy. say, damn. And I unmercifully played that tape back millions of times just to uh, <laughs> torture And I, God bless you, Mom, and I'm very sorry I ever did. She's in heaven right now. She's listening to the podcast. It, but it was a great bit. It was a great bit. You know. Was she, <laughs> was, was she hurt by it? Oh, she was 
furious because she course. never cursed. But the and one I time can't remember, she dropped, yes, yeah, she dropped something in the disposal or something. And she just said, oh, damn it. And I happened to be nearby with a, with you know, a tape the rolling. Man on the street, yeah. Mike. The tape was rolling. <laughs> man on the street. So, God, I'm so sorry, Mom. May you rest in peace. All right. Do you think she passed away still not forgiving you? Is that what you're saying? Oh, no, she was fine. (laughs) But but it was just so odd, you know. I mean, it was a rare moment. And I was there. (laughs) The childlike innocence, I guess, is what I'm uh, nostalgic for. And I yeah. wonder, is there, does, do you have to give that up now when you're all watching politics and worried about the whole world going to hell? And I um, never gave that up. Do you still have your childhood in it? Oh, God. I'm, I'm more in touch with my under child than anybody I personally know. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean you date people 30 years younger than you, you know, childhood, childlike in this. Well, I do have to connect intellectually, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you are. So you're still a child. Yeah, I've never become a father. I've never married. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, some would call it the retarded development or, you know, mm. delayed development or an early midlife crisis. Arrested. I'm not sure. Well, arrested. Yeah, arrested. Thank yes. you. That's what I was looking for. Arrested development. Unfortunately, I was arrested, so I can't. <laughs> I've never been arrested. <laughs> Have you been arrested, Zip? Uh, Let's yeah. move on. All right. Couple times. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I recall. Oh, Zip, oh, Zip and I have hit Maybe bottoms. Not. Ed, I don't think you've hit that bottom. No, I have. I saw. Although, you know, I've had family members who did. Thank God, they set a good, well, a good bad example. I took it right to the limit. I did take it to the limit (laughs) one more time. (laughs) (laughs) Not. Well, anyway, <clears throat> all right. It's so, good to start start off the show on childlike innocence. We have a lot of things to talk about tonight. We have a wonderful song parody about how people handle being in a pandemic. <laughs> Listening to the Beatles. One thing they they got to yeah. turn up the blood alcohol content of the drummer. He was a little <laughs> yeah. stiff. I don't know what to say. I know uh, it's it's cute. 
It's cute. It is cute. Yeah. yeah. It's not my Beatles guys, but it's cute. No. Yeah. You guys are the Beatles, I swear. Oh, gosh. <laughs> they yeah. must have them well, stuffed. Well, the, the in the same way, I'm a starship captain in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cute. I love the idea. It's a little long. Yes, it is. And the, the the intro, you don't need it to be that long. No, that's what, and I, you know, I've, pre- yeah. I've preached that before. Yeah, yeah. Punchline yeah. and out. But I love the young writers you work with at mm-hmm. the Universal Comedy Network. Yeah, they're quite bright. I mean, they're doing some stuff I couldn't think of. Yeah. Nah. Synapses. Fried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's fire so easily. Yeah. <laughs> they're young people, those writers, right? But yeah, because how old do we feel when we're walking amongst them? <laughs> really old. <laughs> All right. Uh, day drinking. Uh, it's so weird. Uh, that's another thing. So when I was a child, mm-hmm. I had never had an alcoholic drink. And that, I think, contributes to the innocence. I remember my first ever alcoholic drink. And most uh, alcoholics can say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it mouthwash? <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, no. It was a beer. Oh, not Aquavalva. Good. And it's, uh, it's, again, a sad and embarrassing story, but I don't mind. <laughs> I was working at a uh, grocery store, uh-huh. and they had uh, somebody, uh, remembering as best I can, you know how um, cases of stuff would come in and then some of them would fall and drop and crack and break? Oh, yeah, sure. So somebody dropped, like, a six pack of beer or something. And there was someone mopping it up and they went and threw it out and it was all glass. And you know how the label sticks to the glass when it breaks and it's all, mm-hmm. but the reason I know that is because I went through that six pack <laughs> and there was one, uh, bottle that, that survived. Uh-huh. And not that I wasn't capable of stealing things, but I didn't think of it as stealing if they were already throwing it away. They're already trash. So I I hid that beer in my coat. Again, thankfully, uh, in those days, security cameras hadn't been invented. Yes. You know. I stuffed a bill in my shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Harry Chapin, my favorite. And oh, I took it uh, behind the high school where I went to school. Maybe 14. I think it was a freshman. Had to be a freshman. Because I was doing drugs pretty quickly after I got to this school. Sorry, Mom and Dad. (laughs) Anyway, I went back there amongst the cattails. Mm -hmm. And I said, all right, I'm going to have a beer. And and literally thinking back on it, it's I I had nothing resembling self-control. In fact, (laughs) it was like I was in a movie watching me do stuff. How prophetic. Body <laughs> <laughs> experience. Yeah. So I opened the beer. Yes. You probably had bleeding hands when you were done. No, because it wasn't it, a twist off yet. I was careful with the glass. And <laughs> and I glugged the whole thing. You you shotgunned it, huh? Well, I remember thinking, I believe you're supposed to feel something on this. I want to make sure. <laughs> yes. Clearly, you know, headed to be an alcoholic. Anyway, I drank the whole thing. Oh, my. And I went, oh, yeah, (laughs) I feel good. In the space of about one minute, I went from this is the greatest feeling on earth to projectile vomiting. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Technicolor yawn. <laughs> it's the craziest thing when I think back about it. And I don't know yeah. why, but it was you, Ed Kelly, uh-huh. coming on and doing that Dr. Smith. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm just having, I, for some reason tonight, I'm having all these weird, tra- I've, I've forgotten all about this stuff. Yeah. I did his voice for him, by the way, Jonathan, whatever his last What's name What's his name? Jonathan. Jonathan Frakes is number one on The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was Dr. Smith's name? I'll find that. Dr. Smith. Well, I'll tell you his name. Uh, Lost in Space, Dr. Smith. By the way, did you know that, no, you you guys don't know this, that Lost in Space was remade and there's a modern version of it uh that currently runs or i, yeah. I think I, I really yeah wow was that on during the same time as star trek no uh dr Redated. smith was the inspiration for like whatever uh let's see um all right it's jonathan harris was dr yeah, smith jonathan harris yeah by the way he had 500 different television and movie appearances it was huge but once he was Dr. Smith, Forget like Vulcan ears, you cannot yeah. undo that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was space. supposed to be a minor character, by the way, but he was so good at his craft that he yeah. stole the show. Okay. I'm going to go to YouTube and find some more, Dr. Smith, if you don't do more. So, oh, whatever <laughs> you're looking up, how dare you do this without my permission? We're doomed, he used to say. (laughs) Morning, Dr. Smith. You are overacting. (laughs) Lost in Space, American science fiction television series created, produced by Irwin Allen, uh, aired from 1965 to 1968, only three years. So I actually know that I was 9, 10, and 11 years old. And it was inspired by the Swiss family, Robinson. Bull, bull cook, horse cookies, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was. Uh, that could be I don't know. Uh, what about the Jetsons? When, when did the Jetsons come on? Because that sure seemed to have a whole lot of, I don't know. I know that it was Earth-based on the Jetsons, but there was, seemed to be some parallels there. Yeah, I uh, let's see. When were the Jetsons? I we mean, we have an internet. With that atomic thing. You know, Not sure people want to listen to us just Google stuff all night. <laughs> but, uh, Irwin Allen actually, yeah. actually made um, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Voyage to okay. the Bottom of with the Sea. With Richard Basehart. Richard Basehart. So yes. the Jetsons were 1963. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. It aired from September 23, 1962 to March 17th, 1963. That's it. And then they produced new episodes from 1985 to 1987, but there are hardly any Jetsons episodes, really. Yeah. The Jetsons. All right. I really didn't want to talk about this stuff all night, but... That's all right. You just got me going with that, Dr. Smith. That's just (laughs) nutty. Just hey, a quick factoid, factoid. The Irwin yeah. Allen rock and roll is when the camera is rocked as the on-screen cast rushes from side to side, <laughs> simulating a ship being tossed oh, around. Oh, he oh, he perfected that. That's awesome. Yes. Always cheesy to look at now. <laughs> Donald Trump, by the uh, way, I have to say this because it's going to be huge news when this podcast comes out. Uh-huh. You agreed, right? Donald Trump 
6.05 p.m. tonight. I can't denounce QAnon. I know nothing about it. (laughs) (laughs) Woe is me. (laughs) Donald Trump says he's always denounced white supremacy despite his stumbling block on the debate stage, but he won't denounce the QAnon conspiracy theory. He refused to condemn the bizarre. Now, you know what? I saw uh, QAnon tonight was on the evening news. Uh I think it was Savannah Guthrie. did a, I think it was her, someone on the news, a well-known female newscaster, uh, and NBC at Savannah Guthrie tonight, was she was doing the town hall with Savannah Guthrie. Okay, so she must have asked this again. Anyway. Yeah, she did, I saw. Okay, she met with actual QAnon followers. Oh, boy. Housewives. And sat with them and like, so uh, why do you believe that? And they were like, well, you know... Uh, those Democrats are running a pedophile ring, and <laughs> and, and, and like, but I, I, I'm an NBC news person, and I can tell you, I can't find any evidence of that. And the woman would go, "Well, of course, you're in the mainstream media. That's what yes. they pay you to say." <laughs> and uh, like with a straight face, yeah. And like, it's understandable if you're nine years old and you lock yourself in the bathroom and you think it's a spaceship. <laughs> But these are adults. Yes. Anyway, so Trump, when asked about it, and by the way, I have to give him brilliance for this. Of course. Because his character is that you can't make him do anything. That's right. And he says he can't denounce it or tell the American people it's bogus because he's not up to speed. And I need need the time for people to talk about it. I have to create something shiny tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Another bubble, please. Listen, don't vote for Biden. Vote for me. I'm not up to speed. Jesus. Yeah, I can. I, it means I can learn. It means I'm open. Yeah, I learn as I go. I'm optimistic and childlike. Yes, I'm like a little kid with a very bent mind. Wow. White House re- he, renamed oh, the Emerald I, City. I, I, I'm reading these quotes. So you were watching this zip before we dragged I did you watch. away. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, I did. He said, "I know that QAnon is against pedophilia, just like me." <laughs> you know it's, the Epstein oh. story gave that whole conspiracy theory way too much traction. Oh man! Think about it. Savannah Guthrie, then shiny object thing. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's well, he's smart at it. Shiny. He's good at it. I got to give yeah. credit. Savannah Guthrie then pressed Trump on his hesitation to denounce white supremacy, and he claimed he's always denounced white supremacists. Even though he told the Proud Boys to stand back and stand by, Trump got yeah. super offensive, uh, defensive, and then he attacked Guthrie in the media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wow. always comes back at the, the the reporters with both barrels every chance he gets, particularly if they're women. Man. Oh, Savannah, yeah. That's interesting. Well, we'll see how that works. I mean, at this point, the die is cast. Yeah. I have voted. Uh, I have made sure with my conservative friends to show, tell them I respect them. Yeah. Even if I don't buy, you know, the conspiracy theorist in chief and that whatever they do, you know, and you know, if they can't vote for Biden, I totally understand, Uh, you know, vote for Mickey mouse, Mickey. Yeah, sure. Vote for me. I'll set you free. (laughs) How many hours did you wait in line to vote, Bob? Uh, I, I mailed it. Actually, you know what I did though? I made a mistake. 
Put it in the fake mailbox? No, I filled it out. I did. I signed the outside of the... I've, I've read the instructions like 18 times because a kid who thinks the bathroom is a spaceship is not that smart. <laughs> but I still love you, Bob. <laughs> Thank you, Mickey. You love everybody, actually. I love everybody. It's part of your job. Uh, no, what I did is I gave... My wife and I both filled out my ballots and I gave them to her to mail. Uh-oh. You did a handoff? Mine will be found in a ditch. To a Polish European lady? <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> That's how they get you. I can't denounce QAnon. Love yeah. it. Oof. I gotta say, that's just entertaining. Right now, it's entertaining to me. I've done my job. I've reached out to my friends in my own, you know, respectful way. And wherever the chips fall, that's where they fall, right? <laughs> Do you mean the ones they're implanting in our under skin? Those chips, <laughs> those chips. The Democrats did that, though. Okay. Yeah. So we would ignore the pedophilia. Yeah. So also in the news tonight, before we get to uh, Andrew Rivers, uh, there's a story about Ozzy Osbourne on UltimateClassicRock.com that caught my eye. Oh, uh, no! I got anybody tell me. The story. The story says Ozzy Osbourne's health regime. Now, if that isn't clickbait, <laughs> <laughs> his daughter says his health regime is inspiring. Now, Ozzy and uh, Keith Richards are, you know, just basically have been on the on the death pool for so long. Oh, yeah, but, but, but that's, that's the thing. Every, every day's a bonus. That's right. Uh, I didn't know he had... Oh, this is the daughter who wouldn't be on the MTV show, Amy. You remember yeah, her, Ozzy? Until, until, until she saw the, the, the royalty checks. Yeah, then she... They come in. All of a sudden, she's back on. Come in, put me on, put me on. Now, Amy was actually never on the show, but I don't expect you to remember your Ozzy Osbourne. Well, I, I remember I, I was one kid short. Mm. For no reason. <laughs> so they they don't really go, give a whole lot of details that he had a bunch of health issues in the last few years. Ever, 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 you have to be Randy Rose on that. Right. Well, he has a serious health <laughs> issue. Yeah, well, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ozzy's, uh, Ozzy's farewell tour has been booked. For, for, for no more, no more, no more tours. Yeah, two. but you did no more tours about twenty years ago, so they're calling it no more tours two. Two, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I hope there's another three. Mm. Sharon needs money. Sharon Osbourne, who's there. Sharon, who's always uh, been in charge of Ozzy, noted I, his I, I, his charge of me. They're gonna have me stuffed once I die. Yeah. Put, me, put me out there with an animatronic. Uh, Just to keep the money coming in. Yeah. His tour has been rebooked. He'll be on tour in 2022 because they want to make sure the pandemic is over. Uh, if I make it. Uh, and, uh, and by the way, this article that says Ozzy's health regimen has nothing about his health regimen. <laughs> nothing at all. It's just clickbait. Once they get you, they don't care. It just says his daughter, Amy, told Yahoo Entertainment he's got an incredible physiotherapist and he has really just come leaps and bounds. Well, it's not exactly David Lee Roth kind of leap anymore, Bob. 
I wish I wish Doctor Smith was as talkative as Ozzy. Doctor Who. Oh, I found this. I found this. He does swim an hour a day and does oh, physio, man. which I think they mean cardio. Is that what physio is? Cardio. Yeah, physio. So I know the heart's still beating because sometimes right. I wonder. You know, right. I can't feel it through my tits. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right, before we bring on Andrew, Zip, you got anything? Oh. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> You're I'm good. Pass. <laughs> Abstain. <laughs> I abstain. I mailed but it in. If already. this was a Supreme Court nomination, I'd be impressed with that. Ed Did Kelly, you watch any, any, of the- any last anyway, words? That's right. No, just get out and vote, folks. Please. Get out and vote, everybody, for whoever. Um, do your part. Be a be good clever. citizen. All right. Andrew's up next. Andrew Rivers, comedian extraordinaire, and uh, really my number two, number two chronologically son. Both, I love them both equally. Ooh, tread lightly. <laughs> Ooh, peace in the family. <laughs> is back on the show. Hold on. He, he wants me to get my phone out and record some video so he can get thousands oh, of views. Oh, now he remembers. Well, yeah. it's the only way, it's the only thing we have to offer you. And he's the only guy I know who's got a flip phone that does no, video. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's uh, still trying to burn the video to his laser disc. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, four track tape. So, oh, four thank track you. tape. Yeah, and cassettes. You uh, you were around for cassettes for a little. I while. had some cassettes that got warped. Do you leave them on the thing, or they get eaten by the the? Yeah. You know what I found I'm, I'm in the attic the other day? What's that? Well, first off. You know your mother has boxes of your school. Do I have work. another brother that's your favorite? <laughs> no, definitely like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Oh, uh, no, uh, she, you know, she saved everything. So she's got your drawings. She's sure, got yeah. uh, papers you did at school, pictures. And, um, and I found a, a CD case with all of that uh, horrifically um, misogynistic rap music you used to listen to sure and anyway it's still got some of your cds in it but there are i think they're bootlegs that you made for me because you were trying to get me into your music remember that phase i don't uh remember you being that receptive (laughs) so i don't i don't know that i would try to uh, force it on you but yeah i mean uh uh, yeah, the the I can't understand how kids uh, grow up with these terrible lyrics like uh, "Mama's got a squeeze box." <laughs> uh, you know, just what kind of messages are we sending to our kids? Uh, squeeze my lemon till the juice runs down my leg. <laughs> just uh, you know, it's almost as if you were by a park bench. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I've just been arguing bench. about it for. <laughs> Eyeing little girls with bad intent. <laughs> oh, Aquinlaus. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, you got me. That's on that. okay. Yeah. It's all right. I come. I'm. I'm in Seattle. I come from the land of mixed messages. It's totally okay. <laughs> it's very you know? fine. Yes. Well, laughter is the best medicine, but that's illegal. So you'll have to settle for alcohol <laughs> yeah, or pot. Yeah. So well, I mean, uh, they say comedy is not essential, but the but you know liquor stores are open. That's essential, <laughs> which is weird, right? Well, I say we too. shut down liquor stores. Uh, you know? Yeah. I can't have my drug. You can't have yours. How about that? Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, it's fine. So you're- I think it's fine. I think uh, I think um, you know it's easy to do contact tracing at liquor stores since most of them already have ankle monitors. <laughs> and uh, be all right. I'm just gonna get out of your way, really. That's, That's right. all right. The father dreams of when his son is nimble and faster and fitter, at least in the head. Than he is. Uh, sure, I mean that—that's the real reason I'm here—is the laugh track. I know the jokes are good. I just need people to laugh at them. So ah, uh, we all do. All right, so you're back on tour next week. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, can I plug my dates real quick? I guess I'll sure. be in um, sure Grants Pass, Oregon, Austin, Texas, Oklahoma City, and Minneapolis. Those are my next three. Minneapolis weeks, so. was the last one, and you know we may have listeners there. So uh, go to yeah, andrewrivers.com if you want to. Andrew uh, J. Rivers. Andrew J. Fine. Rivers. You know, yeah. You, you just uh, three the kids know how tour. to work the internet. <laughs> yeah, they do know how to work the internet. <laughs> yeah, if you'd like some free tickets, you can usually uh, enter a contest there and. Often yeah, win. sometimes I'm yeah. actually doing a cool thing for this tour. A lot of comedians are giving frontline workers or like essential employees free tickets. Oh, so nice. uh, I worked out a deal with the comedy clubs that any frontline workers have to pay double to get into my show. <laughs> because I mean, they're probably yeah. infected? More risk. No, I mean, they're the only ones with money right now. Why are we giving them free tickets, you know? Unemployed Plus, strippers if you're free. so essential, we can't afford for you to get sick. Stay home, all right? All right this nice. one's for the cool kids. That's right. All right. So uh, I want to ask you a little about sports because uh, it's something you and I both enjoy. And by the way, just not to go back, but I did go to a Kanye West concert with you. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And you were like, smells like uh, burning rope or, you know... Um, <laughs> something and then you uh you go how come there are no white violin players on the stage that's <laughs> not right <laughs> i didn't say any of that in fact uh, I, I, just like kids okay. know how to use the internet i knew what i was smelling yeah okay okay uh yeah it was a great time i mean look there uh, the we can end the music the music thing is it's like there's plenty of bad music out there and there's plenty of you know i like it because of the creativity that they have with words and mm. They're similar in a way to comedy. I mean, a lot of rappers are funny and they're telling a narrative, you know, however false or exaggerated it might be. Look at all my hoes. So um, <laughs> it's fun. I mean, I like, I, I prefer the artists that are more thought provoking, but I can get silly and in the same way I can write a dumb joke about, uh, you know, Trump PP tape. I can make a, uh, uh, you know, a bunch of serious thought-provoking <laughs> material on as well. Yeah, the importance so, of moderation and alcohol. Well, don't waste it on us. So, We're just a boring old well, laugh no. track, so don't That's don't bring any of that. Yeah, just okay. Love talking to you. Um, so sports. Uh, so far, sure. the Seahawks seem not to be affected by COVID nineteen. Do you know? Do you know anything inside about that? Are they doing a better job than other NFL teams? Well, I'm sure every and it's it's actually similar to. 
uh, how 50 states are run 50 different ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, some teams are not as strict, and some, you know, some teams may... For example, I think there was a college, I think it's at Florida State University, or one of the universities in Florida, the coach was advocating for 90,000 fans, and uh, then... That's Florida. The, it has to be Florida. A we- yeah. yeah. A week later, 19 of his players tested positive for the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, sure. so nice job. Some people <laughs> get through to their teammates and their players that uh, this is something serious and this could affect wins. And lo- you know, the New England... Uh, uh, Patriots. Patriots yeah. They lost their quarterback for basically two I, games. Because... I heard he was cleared to play yesterday. Uh, is that <clears throat> right? right yeah. No, yes. he went to a spin class. He he's not cleared. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know who knows. Right. Um, but I'm I'm loving I'm loving sports. It's an interesting time. The Lakers just won the championship in NBA. I know you're not too big on the. Yeah. Yep, but uh, it's fine. The uh, there's no official parade, but uh, all the fans had like a big party at the stadium, even though the game wasn't even at the stadium. You know, <laughs> the game was in a bubble in Orlando, but it was a mostly peaceful get together. So only 76 people were arrested. And, <laughs> That's mostly uh, peaceful for the yeah, NBA. There was sure. an officer assaulted, and they set a metro bus on fire. So. <laughs> Not bad for a Tuesday, to be honest. <laughs> right. Those are good numbers. Right. But I was thinking, what happens if the Blazers win the NBA championship? Do Ooh. people in Portland stop rioting? How does that work? You know, <laughs> Antifa and the Proud Boys to come together for one. That's right. It's big a uh, thing. That's yeah. nice. Mm. But it's a crazy. Uh, you know, I'm an excitable sports fan, and I was, you know, I got in trouble at Buffalo Wild Wings, like I told you about last week, and I got in trouble again because I was. I was just, you know, they have the names on the back of the jersey, and I'm like, George Floyd is choking. Minneapolis is on fire. So, right, they're they're putting names of people they're just, honoring in protest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. as a tribute. I, I, I noticed they're not getting any grief for it this year. Like, they're the players are being allowed. Well, sure, they have all the power. That's what. This is what I've said even back when the kneeling controversy was ha- there's an old saying uh, uh be who you can afford to be. So <laughs> yeah, it's not a joke either. That's star- a real yeah, saying. Yeah. Good, it's, it's real good. good. I I know some cool stuff. Uh, I had great parents growing up, but um you know, there's a like if the star court Colin Kaepernick isn't good. That's why he's not in the league. If they wanted to put up with his you know, think, like if the so if Russell Wilson decided I'm going to take a knee and he's not that type of guy, but mm. well, you know, he, he the, the owner is not going to be a, like you're a religious bench, guy, right? Uh, Russell Wilson, right, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's it's interesting. Is uh, I think uh, being a Seahawks fan is taking years off of my life. Like, I think that um, <laughs> like if I get coronavirus, they're going to say I died from being a Seahawks fan. They're gonna be like, that was a pre-existing the coronavirus condition. was just they're incidental. Gonna, he had 17 hard acts. Heart att- yeah, yeah. Every season. Because they're just an incredible team yeah. to root for. But they tend to win in the last few seconds is what you're referring it's all, to. Yeah. Well, it's also like they, you know, you can be down by 30 and you go, I've seen them come back from this. I yeah. know we're going to win. Would and you so say you that Russell around. Wilson is... The new Tom Brady, uh, you know, without the red, white, and blue sure. MAGA hat. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely in the conversation of best quarterbacks in the league right now. There's a guy from Kansas City who just won the Super Bowl. He's really, really talented and young. But uh, 
is know. That, I mean, is that Mahomes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I watch it. I mean, games. one of my proudest moments was defending Russell Wilson to my friends, like during his first season, because. Hmm. Uh, if you remember, we signed like the big free agent quarterback, and Wilson was this guy who was too short to play in the NFL. Right. And a bunch of my friends were like, he sucks, bench him. And so I made just a friendly bet, like a dinner bet with my friend that he would uh, start the whole season. He said he'd be benched by game eight or whatever. And so now we watch games together, and he you know, goes 98 yards to win the game and you get to look at him and go, I remember you were an idiot. He just rubbed really? it in people's so faces. Yeah. yeah. So you never let him live. But it I was down. curious. Yeah, no, I would never, I mean, you know, it's playful. Yeah. But as you know, like he's just watching him and I, and I'm sort of an obsessed fan. So I'm watching every interview I'm learning about each, you know, he goes to a children's hospital every week during the season on his only day off. Like there's got to be an illegal drug operation behind it somewhere. I'm not sure what the cover up is, but, but I was thinking like, he just has it. And what is, you know, what is that quality that just makes people, uh, dynamic? Cause you've met comedians and actors and bands and, you know, probably before and after or in the process of blowing up. And, uh, I was curious if you had any insight into what it is or what, you know, how can you harness that uh, energy? You know? yeah, and I have a good answer Charisma. for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's. Charisma. It's, 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 <laughs> thank you, Donald Trump. It's something that really can't be defined because if it could, you could teach it to people. Right. It's uh, this thing that, uh, you know, like when I heard a song for the first time and went, oh, we're going to get sick of that song. It's going to be such a big hit. And it always right. was. Yeah. Um, the, the first time I saw this comedian, uh, Andrew Rivers. No, not you. <laughs> um, who was the one who had a bag shaped like a hand? He's on the. He's on America's Got Talent now. What, what's his name? The bald Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. I saw mm -hmm. Howie Mandel oddly in his first TV appearance ever, and he did this joke where he had a bag. And it was shaped like a hand with a thumb and four fingers. And he says, yeah, this is my handbag. And I looked at it and I went, that guy's going to be such a monstrous celebrity. <laughs> and I told him that one day when I got yeah. to interview him. And he was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, he does but have an infectious energy. Though. Yeah, there's people and there's songs. Like the very first time I heard Joan Jett, I love rock and roll. I went, oh, God, I'm going to get so sick of playing that. That's going to be a monster. Yeah. And so... It, it, I'm talking about hits, but also stars. There's something about them. They have a confidence, and you have some of this. Maybe a lot it's, of it. It's hidden. I mean, you know, that's the kind of, I'm trying to harness that mm. energy, you know. It's, uh, there's a famous story about Jim Carrey sort of motivating himself by writing himself a $1 million check and, like, post-dating it for the future. <laughs> and then by the time the date came around, he was able to cash the check, you know. Wow. So I've done a similar thing. It's just called the credit card. And uh, <laughs> it's just running up. <laughs> so great. Just running up debt. Sure. Having a blast. By the time they come <laughs> after you to take away your house, it's oh, probably going to yeah. be easy. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. wonderful. <laughs> well, I uh, have that book of signatures too. I don't know if you... Um, oh, yeah. I was yeah, actually yeah. going to... Um, I was going to see... I know you got a lot going on, but I've been writing about 
I've been writing like a book sort of theme, and I want to send it to you for oh, uh, some feedback. Uh, and I could read make it. Make you feel important. What yeah. do I have to do? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, right. just sit around. Uh, last topic I've got to ask you about. Have you voted yet? Uh, my ballot hasn't come in the mail yet, but um, Ooh. Uh, I am a, I am decided. Um, I think that anybody who says they're undecided is lying for attention at this point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't believe there are, I think the undecided voter is a myth, and I don't, I mean, the candidates are so alike, you know? Do you want asparagus for dinner or crack cocaine? Who knows? <laughs> it could be either one. I don't. <coughs> Yeah, you know, on the one hand, Biden is endorsed by 80 Nobel Peace Prize winners and Trump was endorsed by the Taliban. So <laughs> it's a close call. Was he really I mean, endorsed he by the friends. Taliban? <clears throat> yeah. And when he at, when he was asked about it, he said, stand down and stand by. <laughs> and uh, just kidding. But uh, I love when a comedian answers a question and I still don't know if he answered the question. Was <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump really endorsed yes. by the Taliban? He was. That's a true story. Yeah. So in they the 26-second news cycle, think, I missed that yes. one. Yeah. They said that he's going to uh, remove troops from Afghanistan. And we like just that. like every president before him said that they were going to do that, you know. So right. Right. Uh, just like his health plan is coming in two weeks. Just give me two weeks for the last six months. It's coming, I, you know. I believe that was anyway. promised on day one, the health care. Yeah, man, there's yeah. a lot of, you know, it's, 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 um... I don't see a lot of, I mean, all right, so here's a perfect, I guess, um, uh, I can't think of the word, but, you know, you put the two things next to each other, right? Wisconsin just, at, yeah, yeah, well, I don't know, that's probably not it, but not it's an close. Analogy. You'll figure it a out. synonym. But, uh, two things that are alike. Help get, me Sesame Street, well, please. Well, I, I, you know, <laughs> just the visual, I guess, is what I'm going for here. Like, Wisconsin just added, uh, they built a 1,000-bed field hospital in a fairground. Mm-hmm. In the state of Wisconsin, I saw that on COVID TV. Cases yes. are right in between and, uh, all Trump the uh, prescription drugs to commercial. Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah, sure. Well, you got to pay close attention to those at your age. I, do. I get it, but uh, but Trump is flying to Wisconsin in two days to hold a rally. So, like, I don't know why not hold the rally in the hospital tent? You know, it's like <laughs> outdoors. <laughs> Boom! You know, you take care of uh, you kill two hundred thousand Americans with one president, and um, that's good. You know, uh, Trump so, likes holding rallies outdoors in a field, so you can't see how many empty seats there are. And, <laughs> you know, you there were so many it? people waiting to get into this empty field, but I said we didn't have room. <laughs> Antifa was blocking them. You saw it. You saw it. All right, Andrew, love you. Be safe on your trip. Are you flying? Or are you? What, you must be flying, right? Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, you fly to Texas and you drive to Oregon, but uh, it's, no. it's, uh, the, I was going to say, I think our, I, this is probably not podcast good stuff, but this is the only time I get to talk to you. I think your phone <laughs> is broken. I've been, I texted you, but I didn't get a text back, or I don't know if it didn't go through, but it's supposed to be blue and it's green. Huh. Um, no, I'm not going to But I was going to send you, yeah, I was going to no. send you an article that showed that, um, Gosh, you, they said uh, you'd have to spend 5,000 hours on a plane at, uh, to, like next to an infected person with a mask, I think. Is okay, like uh, if you're referring to today's research that shows how safe it is to fly, fly on planes... Is that what you're referring to? It was on the evening yeah. news. Yeah, in between all of the prescription medication. Well, I don't know if I saw yeah. the evening news. I yeah. just, well, uh, you wouldn't <laughs> see it that way. You would see it on that little pocket computer. But <laughs> I saw that research. 
And boy, did that have a lot of holes in it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it was, first off, it was clearly a propaganda for the airline industry. At Puff Beast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw it and they were like, well, what we did is we released 18 million particles into a plane and then we tracked how many of them we picked up and they showed literally what looked like a blow up. You know those blow up dolls? Zip, you must have had one yeah. at one point. <laughs> <laughs> it just has a round tube for a mouth. You know what I'm talking about. But they, three oh, holes. Wow, a portal. <laughs> yeah. This only had one hole. But they, <laughs> they showed the doll which was to simulate breathing yeah. and they actually used grounded United Airlines planes. This is what you, and and I went, uh, PR puff piece, researched by the airlines. And then when they got down to the science of it, they didn't prove anything. They said, well, what it shows is that compared to being in a closed, unventilated room, the airplane is much safer. Ah. And then they yes. showed the filters that the airplane uses and how fast it changes the air. But at the end, they had all these disclaimers. They said, of course... That doesn't amount for people moving around or coughing directly on you or all sorts right. of other things. I mean, we you can't of. predict that kind of stuff. Exactly. I mean, you can't literally say, well, for 3.6 minutes, this guy had his mask off and he's a mouth breather. So you're yeah. going to want to yeah. stay away. What you, you know what I mean? What you, you can't can't predict predict that. is that the airlines are out of money. The ventilation. And they well, will spend whatever money. it takes to get you to go back on a plane. It's like a Bill Burgay joke. Yeah. <laughs> can't predict. <laughs> Dennis Miller, it's nice to have you. It's okay. It's great to be here. What do you think of my <laughs> son? He's a pretty the, good comedian, yeah. huh? Oh, he's great. He's great. He's got a long way to go. Hope he's got some tires. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Bill Burr's um, uh, SNL thing? No, oh, I haven't seen on. it yet. Oh. i got to watch it. Does the president like being peed upon by hookers? <laughs> <laughs> Dennis saw it. Yeah. yeah. What made him think it was a good idea to make fun of the gay boys? <laughs> Take out a smaller group, Bill. It's <laughs> fun. All right, this is good. I'd, I'd Dennis, love to see uh, your uh, thoughts on it. <laughs> this is Andrew's time, Dennis Miller. Thank you, though. No, no, time. go ahead, Dennis. I Just don't, don't do that, <laughs> kid. Stay away from the gay pride jokes. All I got is a bunch of <laughs> leftover debate jokes. So Jerry Seinfeld's fine. a fan of our show, too. Hi, Jerry Seinfeld. How are you? I'm fine. You guys do great. Andrew, <laughs> go out there. Say what's on your mind. Anything you want to say, don't worry. Yeah, Jerry's going to have me on uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. He's going to pick me up in a Toyota Corolla. It's going to be great. <laughs> a Prius with a bad fun. battery. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, you know what's actually interesting is uh, a little personal. Speaking of having it, uh, I just signed a contract with the Portland Pickles baseball team. <laughs> really? Yeah, true story. What are you going to do? It's a uh, collegiate wood bat baseball league, and uh, they're one of the only... <laughs> Minor league baseball teams that actually still use wood bats because Antifa stole all yeah. of their metal ones. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, they put together like a promotional celebrity softball team, uh, and they announced my position. Position: I'm on the left bench, so it's going well. Uh, <laughs> I just Wonderful. hope there's no drug testing because I keep hearing about how great steroids are from the president, and I think this is my chance. You know, I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew <laughs> Rivers, Andrew, stay. Safe. Hey, yeah. love you. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. Yeah, All right. That was fun. Let me turn this off and mail it to him. Whew. That's always a delight.
<laughs> he's a sharp kid. He yeah. is. He's got uh, he's got a million dollar check in his pocket. Yeah. Hang on a second. How do I send it to him? I have to figure out how to use this phone. Uh, yeah, I, there we go. Putting it to the cloud first. Yeah. Okay. Uploading to the cloud. All right. Before we go, uh, last call. Oh. oh, you have some bits here, Ed. We should play. Yeah. Uh, what to, have I got? Remind you got uh, people, New Yorkers moving to Maine and having to uh, learn to speak a new language. I love it. You know, Maine has uh, certain parts of Maine, yeah. uh, Mount Desert Island, Acadia. They have a lot of uh, summer homes up there, and a bunch yeah. of the New Yorkers want to stay there full time. But a whole bunch of other New Yorkers, people fleeing coronavirus states, are yeah. buying up property. Like popcorn. And Stuff that's been on the market for years. It would be like me moving to Scotland <laughs> and realizing I had to learn another language, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, here's Maine. And now, a New Yorker who is moving to Maine learns how to speak the language. How do you tell someone, I'm walking here? I uh, yep. simply say, pardon me, kind sir. That's whack. How do I say, like, uh, bodega? Well, that there's called a convenience store. This is going to be rough. How do I say, I'm on back to the city? Oh, you mean Portland? No, the city. Ah, Bar Harbor's what you mean, then. No, the city! Ah, banger. What are you, some kind of perv? Forget about it. I guess I can't make it anywhere. Ah, look at him go. I reckon he's going a country mile in a New York minute there. All right. <laughs> My favorite Maine saying? Yeah. There are two, actually. Okay. Uh, can you guess? Uh, gonna be can't a real, get there uh, from here. Zip's got it. Can't get yeah. there from here. That's why. And it's basically someone comes to a bridge that's out and sees the guy on the other side and says, how do I get over there? And he goes, can't get there from here. Can't get there from here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The other main uh, saying, Zip, I'll bet you know this one, too. Uh, Come on. uh, Th think cookies. Cookies. Oh, Pepperidge Fam remembers. Pepperidge <laughs> Fam remembers. Pepperidge Fam remembers. Yeah. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. in the cabinets, bullion cubes, water chestnuts, artichoke hearts, more artichoke hearts. Stuff chock full of meatball products, from hell to your kitchen table. 